This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from... Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello, from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is off-season episode 15. So much realignment talk conference realignment what's going to happen what's the scoop when's the next domino going to fall what's happening the big 12 is talking with four pac 12 teams make that six pac 12 teams they could be talking to to all 10 who's to say big 10's talking to pac 12 teams Pac-12 is looking for expansion. The Big 12, if they're talking to Pac-12 teams, I guess they're in the arena of expansion. Pac-12 and ACC, get this. Remember the alliance? (laughs) The Pac-12 and ACC are talking about an alliance, according to people. Like, but not like the alliance like last year, where that just kind of blew up in a calendar year. But this one's for real, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure it's real this time. Why would it not be real? Because it's being reported. SEC, according to a swimming coach, or so, <laughs> according to somebody. Four ACC teams are in talks to join the SEC. If the dominoes fall from that, somehow Pitt ends up in the Big 12. WVU sees this news. uh, Excuse me, fans of WVU see this news and see how the ACC is in a rough spot. And... Some of our Mountaineer fans are trolling Pitt fans and Virginia Tech fans. And I don't understand. It's got it has to be from the angle of uh we might get left behind, but I'm gonna take solace in that you're getting left behind too. So we'll, maybe we'll be left behind together. And while it's there's not gonna be a lot of money involved. Uh, it'll just be like the old times, right? Do you, does any of this mean anything? Let's be very clear on how conference realignment works. Like 
if you've paid attention to any of this, and only, you know, this has been going on long time, long time. Big East, West Virginia saw the Big East blow up with teams moving to the ACC. I don't remember how that was reported. The internet was around then, but I don't remember the instantaneous news of like, hey, they're talking to somebody and then it happened later. Like, I don't remember that. Long time ago. But we all know how it works, right? Last year, when the Texas and Oklahoma news came out, I was on this podcast saying that it was conference realignment was like the TV show Survivor. And after the UCLA and USC news this year, it's absolutely not the show Survivor. Why? Because I took at face value this idea of the alliance. And alliances are a big part of Survivor, but we have learned alliances don't mean anything. Thus, that's not the right comparison. You know, the take can change. The take can be wrong over time. People will refer to conference realignment as musical chairs. It's not that. Who plays musical chairs? It's uh, my understanding. I, when's the last time you played musical chairs? Like, for real? Like, when have you ever thought about playing musical chairs? Dude, I mean, the answer is when you was a child. Do people... Do- <laughs> I can't imagine in 2022, I I feel like you'd have to sign a waiver to play musical chairs. Dangerous game. Intense game. (laughs) So, but that's not it. So I guess it shares in intensity and the ramifications of you not having a chair, you're out. I get that. Also, kids game. So that can't be the comparison. You know what I've been thinking about here recently? What comes to mind when I think about conference realignment? I think about how the mob is portrayed in television and movies. That feels right. All of these movies and TV shows that I'm about to talk about have been around a long time, but spoiler alert, okay? Spoiler alert. Conference realignment makes me think of The Godfather. Have you seen The Godfather? (laughs) Rest in peace, James Caan. The Godfather. You've seen it. Did Mike Corleone... Did he let the... (laughs) Did he let the heads of the five families and Mo Green know that that was all going down? During, uh, you know, <laughs> with the, the priests, uh, you know, he's renouncing Satan and all that stuff. You remember that part. Mike didn't tell anybody. Like, it, he just, he put it in place and then it happened. If Twitter existed during The Godfather, the tweet would have happened after everybody got taken out. There was not, hey, reports, Mark Corleone is going to settle all family business. Like, it does, that's not what happens. Right? Conference realignment 
works like the Sopranos. That's what I think about. I think about in the last season of Sopranos, Bobby and Tony in the boat. Bobby talking about, you probably don't even hear it when it happens. You, If you've seen the end of the, the Sopranos, it's, you know, there's it leaves it up for debate what happens at the end, but it kind of doesn't, you know? And guess what? Nobody lets anybody know when that stuff happens until it's already happened. That's when you find out. Conference realignment works like the movie Goodfellas. All these, I really enjoy all these movies and TV shows. The, the subject matter in these movies and TV shows are about people getting murdered, <laughs> okay? And that, this is a family show, but that's what it is. This is a family show. This isn't even a show. What is this? The, a podcast? My podcast show, I try to keep it family friendly. What I'm talking about, that's these are the scenarios that come to mind when I think about conference realignment. Uh, crimes of murder, okay? <laughs> so conference realignment, you know, Tommy is all dressed up thinking he's going to become a made man. Jimmy's super excited, thinking that Tommy's going to be a made man. He's going to get made. Jimmy goes into the phone, bo phone booth, and he's making a call to congratulate Tommy on getting made. Right? But, but guess what? Tommy absolutely did not get made. The opposite of getting made. Right? And when Jimmy gets, <laughs> when Jimmy gets, what is that guy? Sammy. I think the guy's name, he says his name is Sammy. Sammy tells Jimmy on the phone, uh, he's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. That's what happened. And Jimmy got the news about that after it happened. Nobody told him before time. He didn't hear in the wind. What he was hearing was, Tommy's made it. Tommy's it, Tommy is going to be safe in conference realignment. And <laughs> cut to Jimmy slamming the phone really hard in the phone booth. You see what I'm saying? That's how conference realignment works. It's not Survivor. It's not musical chairs. It's the Goodfellas. It's the it's the Godfather. Nobody calls it the Goodfellas. It's Goodfellas. It's the Sopranos. It's the Godfather. When you get the news, the deal is done. That's the news. Everything else, not the news. Hey, four schools from the Pac-12 are talking to the Big 12. Not news. Everybody talks. That's not news. The news presents itself like, hey, this is about to happen. Right? Last year, the news was Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC. It wasn't they're talking to the SEC. They're finalizing things. There wasn't, there wasn't any like, the deal was done. It was over.
UCLA, USC, it got even quicker this time. <laughs> In the morning, hey, UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. Within 24 hours, the schools announced it. It wasn't, hey, Big Ten's talking to USC. Hey, UCLA is, is reaching out to the Big Ten. Hey, ESPN or Fox or whoever, I guess Fox would be involved with this deal. Fox has, has got UCLA and USC and the Big Ten in a room. You don't, there's, that didn't happen. The news is it's done, all right? And I guess it's good news for the schools that are that are jumping to the to the boat that's safe. But everybody else, everybody else, when you hear that news, uh, you're not whacked, but you're, you know, you know what I mean. It's not good news if you're not the if you're not the school involved, right? So I think. The news obviously has a place and I and I read it as much as everybody else does because I want to know because there's uncertainty, but it doesn't mean anything. And we're not going to know if WVU finds a safe haven here. We're not going to find out until the deal is done. And if somebody claims it before the deal is done, I'm just assuming everybody's talking to everybody, all right? So when you say they're talking with somebody or they're working with somebody, that's, I know that. Like, fill in the blanks, but I know people, I know people talk. <laughs> it's maddening. But that's not news. The news is it's done. The news, conference realignment news is is Jimmy the Gent in the phone booth calling he's coming on he's coming on twitter and it's sammy on the other end saying the deal's done there's nothing we could do ukla's gone right so if you're not in the big 10 if you're not in the sec if you're not notre dame your head i know that your head is on a swivel Anybody can make the call <laughs> that you're that you're gone, right? And you'll do everything you can to survive. Those are the rules. And by survive, this means um, try to keep the same amount of money coming in, right? And uh, but what we're not going to get is the hey we've been reporting on this for a while now it's happened it's there's not going to be a, a a line a to line b it happens really quick it happens with precision and when it's reported it's uh, the deal is done right <laughs> and poor mo green you know that doesn't get reported before what happened with mo green that's all I'm saying. It's it's mob movies and mob TV shows. That's what conference realignment is. I don't like comparing WVU's conference situation. 
to Goodfellas. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all of your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. They got same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You got all the options in the world. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet against the Reds. You can bet against the Pirates. Listen, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Little, you know, little trickling of WVU basketball-related news. I mean, we're in July. So many months until basketball starts this is off-season episode 15 so (laughs) the off-season does feel longer when wvu does not participate in the postseason but by my count and looking at a calendar there's going to be 45 if i do these weekly uh 62 off-season episodes so i'm i'm sorry anyways NBA Summer League happening. Only two Mountaineers involved, to my knowledge. Bummer. Don't like it. Deuce McBride, back in Summer League. Teddy Buckets has a Mountaineer tie. We'll we'll always have that one year at Teddy Buckets. He's on the Nuggets roster. The Nuggets have played one game so far in Summer League. Teddy Allen, DNP. Deuce McBride has played one game, not a great shooting night, seven assists. Deuce's Deuce's foundation, Deuce's situation with the Knicks is solid. I don't even picture him playing the whole summer league. I picture him playing a couple games and then getting out of the way so the Knicks can see what else they have. Uh, But no Taz Sherman, no Gabe Osaboyan, no Malik Curry, no Derek Culver. I just I, I just want to see Derek Culver pop up. Do, am I the only one that misses Derek Culver? I just want to see what it looks like, Derek Culver getting paid to play basketball. Would have loved to see him, seen him on Best Virginia. Uh, he poo-pooed that idea. And res- that's fine. Only so many spots on the Best Virginia team. Uh, but I was just hoping to see more Mountaineers in Vegas. Lots of guys, you know, lots of news of Taz and Gabe and Malik working out for various NBA teams. Who's to say they won't end up on the G League rosters, uh, but no Vegas trip. Congratulations to John Beeline for his upcoming induction to the College Basketball Hall of Fame. And one of, you know, Rich Rodriguez. You remember what happened, and he went to Michigan, and I would say he's still not polling great in the state of West Virginia. John Beeline 
gets the benefit of being the guy after Gail Catlett and after the other guy that just, I mean, it's, it's the chicken or the egg. I mean, according to that guy, WVU fans won't let it go about that guy being at, in Morgantown for a week before he bailed. And then the guy that preceded him uh, was really good at coaching basketball and put WVU in a great spot that led to Bob Huggins coming back and Bob Huggins taking a combination of Beeline's guys and his guys to the only Final Four I've seen WVU in in my lifetime. And so that guy thinks that WVU fans won't let it go. And I think for this WVU fan, what I would say is, I won't let it go, but it's not a bad thing. Like it's a it's a bullet dodged, it's a crisis averted. Whatever happened in that week, it was all for the best. I'm sure it was for him. He would probably argue that. For Mountaineer fans, it's the best for us too. And Beeline, way different than Rich Rodriguez. He was here for five years, went to Michigan, got paid. I don't think there would – I wonder how how Beeline would poll in the state if West Virginia didn't get Bob Huggins and then we kind of receded instead of kept that momentum uh, that leads to 2010. Who's to say, you know? Why do I even want to think about that? But John Beeline, his five years, started post-Hargett, second-year NIT, third-year overtime away from two Final Fours in my lifetime with WVU, uh, fourth year Sweet 16, and then fifth year winning the NIT and forever having the uh, the misspelled West Virginia T-shirts. Um, that's the only th- that's the one of the only things I remember from that NIT run. And uh, you know, he's really good at coaching basketball, regardless of how it went in the NBA. The guy, it was so fun those five years. And congratulations to John Beeline. According to Ethan Bach, Josiah Davis plans to arrive on campus in Morgantown in August. Uh, why? <laughs> I mean, the more Josiah is the merrier. I'm all for that. Uh, but all the scholarships are gone. The roller coaster is full. And Josiah Davis is saying, I see that the roller coaster is full. I'm still showing up at the roller coaster. Can that change? Absolutely. Can Josiah Davis say that today and mean it? Absolutely. Uh, Will he walk on? Seems after he signed a national letter of intent. I don't know how many guys have done that. Where like the national letter of intent to me signifies that you're hoping to play basketball and like not have to pay for school. I don't know what his financial situation is. Uh, If he was recruited by WVU, you'd think there'd be other options. Again, I'm not trying to kick out Josiah Davis. It's just weird, right? Uh, You know, Josiah Davis is Forrest Gump jumping on the bus. Spoiler alert. And he's walking past the seats and the kids are saying, seat taken, can't sit here, you know? 
sorry about all the movie references. I and I, you know, I hate to spoil a key part of Forrest Gump, <laughs> the bus scene. Anyways, I good news. I mean, more than one Josiah. Again, I, I, the more Josiah is the merrier in my book. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Athletic Greens. What's Athletic Greens? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, pretty much all the things. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Think Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. I mentioned a few weeks ago, Greg Hunter is doing a good work in giving us the definitive list of the top 100 men's WVU basketball players of all time. The greatest. Greatest 100 men's basketball players in WVU history. This is the list. Nobody's going to do this list. Ever. Greg Hunter, It's we're going to have one list forever. And this is the list. So again, I want to thank Greg Hunter for his work, but I wanted to check back in with the list because it's going to keep on going through the summer. As many off-season episodes, there, there's going to be 100 off-season episodes. And there's 100 greatest WVU players, men's basketball players. So I wanted to check back in. He's down. We're get, He's revealed the greatest from number 31 to 100. So as of this recording, Greg Hunter, moving forward, will reveal the top 30 best basketball players in WVU history that were men. And the highlights that, again, I don't want to give it away. You need to check it out on bluegoldnews.com. Check out the whole list. It's all available there. But a couple of highlights I want to share. First of all, Nobody can say that Greg Hunter's top 100 list has recency bias. You can't say it. Greg Hunter, now, uh, you know what? I'm going to try to, I don't know how to say this. I'm going to try to get Greg Hunter on this podcast to talk about the top 100 and go into his process of how he chose these. I don't know how old Greg Hunter is. But he's got guys from the 20s, 40s. I don't know what kind of footage we have on WVU basketball in the 1920s. Uh, Like, I guess, 
<laughs> How would you watch a 1929 WVU basketball game? I I don't think it's on YouTube. Do you like do you have to get in front of the machine and like crank it? And uh <laughs> there's like music in the background. Anyway, like then like a silent film is how I pictured the 1920s WVU basketball footage. But he's got guys from the 20s, 40s, 50s, uh, in addition to guys who have played in my lifetime. It's about half and half. About half of the guys have played since I've been alive. I'm a I'm a fairly old person. And then half of the guys are before I was even born. So uh, all the time on the internet, you see takes that definitely have recency bias in it. Was that the best game I've ever seen? Is that player the greatest player of all time? Greg Hunter, you cannot say that he's falling into that trap. For every John Holton, there's a Clyde hard hard times green. <laughs> it's a fantastic nickname. There's a guy that played for WVU who was who was really good at defense. And so good, in fact, that his nickname was Hard Times. (laughs) Clyde Hard Times Green. You can't say Greg Hunter has recency bias when there's more than one guy named Homer in the top 100. If there's only one, you could say, well, maybe, maybe... Greg Hunter is focusing too much on the last 30 years. Two homers, you have to throw that out the window. Uh, The other highlight, I just found it interesting. Jawan Staten, probably, arguably, the second best point guard uh, I've seen in my lifetime that's played for WVU. Uh, He did not crack the top 30. Devin Williams, and Jawan State's been on this podcast. Check that interview out. Devin Williams just missed the top 30. I didn't know where those guys would be. I'm glad they're in the top 100. This is the definitive list, but I need some more definitive answers, and I think we're going to get some more in the top 30. I'm just curious. Where does Greg Hunter have Kevin Pitsnockle? How high does Pit Snuggle go? Is he a top 20 guy? I'll be interested to see that. Even better, I'm gonna I wanna see who's higher, who's greater. Kevin Pitsnoggle or Mike Gansey? Like when you think of Beeline's best teams, you think Gansey and, and his performance in that double overtime game against Wake Forest. Uh, but obviously you think of Kevin Pitsnoggle, right? So West Virginia native. So who's going to be higher, Gansey or Pitsnoggle? Deuce McBride, speaking of recency bias, Deuce McBride's going to make the top 30 playing two seasons at WVU. How high is he going to go? Where's Joe Alexander in the top 30? My guess is his name's going to come sooner than later. But how high does Greg Hunter have him? How do you rank guys that were at WVU for only two seasons where maybe their peaks were great, but their overall accumulation of stats? You know, how do you compare Mike Gansey to a four-year player uh, like Kevin Pitsnoggle, for example? 
the representation in the NBA for WVU in my lifetime, Javon Carter, number one. Shout out to that guy. But will he crack the top five? That's it. That's all I've got. Greg Hunter, thank you for your public service. I can't wait for the top 30. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Gasbox. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They had 16 wins and they had 17 losses. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.